Etrov, good 17th day in the Omer. Uh, today's daf is daf Samech, 60. We pick up um, in the bottom of, uh, bottom middle bottom of daf Nuntelamut Bet. And we were dealing with the fascinating debate of Rabbi Yochanan Shlagish, which is if somebody uh, d- designates that the effect of the Kiyushin will take place later, gives the money now, but the effects will take place later, can that be voided merely by words, or does it need some act? Not clear what that act would be, but Asi Dibor Mavato Dibor. And what we saw is that really Rich Lakish agrees that there are some scenarios which are just clearly uh, verbal and um, like uh, and that could be negated. Um, for example, the appointing of a uh, shaliach um, that is a verbal act that could be negated. Um, but the uh, difference here is that there was actually an act. The act of kiddushin took place, um, and um, but it just didn't take effect. So to, to what degree is that considered an act or just something abstract and verbal? And to what degree do we say asi dibur mevatel dibur? Do we say that's in the category of masa? So the gemara had two different versions of Reish Lakish's position. One was, as I said, he really is only debating this case. The other had him even debating a case that a woman who de- designates a shaliach um, can't negate the shaliach. Um, and that was really like wild because how could somebody go ahead and like marry me off against my will? Tosus tries to figure that out. Anyway, that clearly is, uh, is not true. The Gemara clearly concludes that if you designate a shaliach you could verbally void the shlichus. And the conclusion of the Gemara is, and let's pick up from there, the Gemara continues, we're going to four lines from the, uh, from, in the wide lines. The Gemara says, So we ended with a text that clearly showed that Reish Lakish was wrong. It's a contradiction to Reish Lakish. That if you verbally designate a Shaliach, you can also verbally negate it. So if the woman makes a Shaliach to receive Kiddushin for her, she can verbally negate it. So fine, that's clear. But then the Gemara says, We rule like Rabbi Yochanan even in the first version of their debate, even when money of Kiddushin was given and the effect was designated for 30 days from now that can be verbally voided before it takes effect and even though you might want to say that's called a mas and that's not a dibur no we rule like Rabbi Yochanan there as well as long as the kiddushin hasn't taken effect either party can verbally void it the avagav de'ikla neymar shani nesinus mos yada isha de'chamas adami and here the Gemara spells it out even though we've established dibur negates a dibur but that case might be different the actual act of Kiddushin, thank you so much, the actual act of Kiddushin, of giving money into the woman's hands, might be considered to be a real act. Um, no, we're still going to call it a Dibur, because it has not yet taken effect, um, and therefore since it hasn't taken effect, um, you can still, it's still seen as abstract, it's not the, there's no, been no yet change of status, in contrast for example, like one of the classic examples that a Dibur can't be Mavato a master was, or even cases where Dibur can't be mevatel a Dibur, is if you decided you were done making a vessel, so it was considered a stun, and then it can be, it's susceptible for be, being able to become Tamei, and your thought to go back and, and fix it and to work on it is, is irrelevant. But there, as Dove correctly pointed out, there was a status change. The thing was considered a vessel. Okay, here, you have an act that didn't take effect, there was no status change. Since no, nothing yet has halachically changed, it's still in the category of just dibur, and therefore it can verbally be voided. There is not an act that is necessary to void it. Okay, so um, 
Nevertheless, so he says, Nevertheless, that's still considered just speech, not yet an act, and words can void it. Uh, yes. Wait one minute. Let me just let me just finish till the two dots. Kashi hilchasa hilchasa. Now one minute. We have a contradiction about two ways we have established as paskining. Amarta hilchasa Reb Yochanan. You just said we rule like Reb Yochanan that you can void a shlichus. You can void the effect of something that has been postponed. Something that's only supposed to take effect later. Hilchasa kavatid hilchasa Reb Yochanan. The kaimalam. But we also hold hilchasa Reb Nachman that in the case of voiding. A shaliyah haget, we rule like Rabbi Nachman. What was that issue? Like Rav Nachman. We raised the question in Gitin. You went ahead, you chased after that shaliyah you sent to divorce your wife, and uh, you voided him. And then the question is fine, the shlichus is bata, but can you reuse the get? The get hasn't been given yet. Rav Nachman Omer, Rav Nachman says, Chozer Megarishpo. The Seish is Omer, Eno Chozer Megarishpo. Rav Nachman says, You can reuse it, and Rav Seish says, You can't reuse it. The Kaimalan Yochazakarav is the Kavazi Rav Nachman. We like of Nachman that that get can still be used, and the Gemara's presumption of the question is: Is that get is still a debor? Why is it a debor? Yes, you wrote a get, but it hasn't taken effect yet. The woman, the woman isn't divorced yet, so the Gemara is assuming writing a get is like giving the money to the hands of the woman. And if I can void the kiddushin before it takes effect, let me void the actual get itself, and therefore the get should not be able to be reused. Okay, so why do we? How can we rule like Rabbi Nachman? So the answer seems to be pretty obvious, which is what the Gemara says. The Gemara says, um, No, 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 no. You voided the shlichus, but the reason you can reuse the get is that you did not void the get. Yeah. Now the question is, okay, what was the Gemara assuming? Presumably, the Gemara was, though, was assuming that the writing of the get was like the giving of the money. And either way, nothing has yet taken effect, and therefore the status could still be voided. But the difference is, you can void the kiddushin, the money to be reused to give kiddushin again, right? And here, the get, you did do something. It was a master, because even though the woman wasn't divorced, there was a status change that occurred when you wrote the get. This piece of paper had a halachic status of a get. Right? So there, the act of writing the get actually created something. It turned this into a get. So that's a masa. So that's something that actually has been concretized. That can't be voided with words. Okay, when I give the woman the money, I didn't change the status of the money. I didn't change the status of the woman. Everything has been postponed to the future. So then I can void it. But here I've created, here and now, I've created a usable get. And that cannot be voided with words. So it's actually quite consistent that we rule like Rav Nachman, but we also rule that you can void the Kiddushin. Yes. Writing the get is like designating something as Truma in that sense. Yeah, exactly. Or, sure, making something into a cleaving. Mafush Truma. Exactly. Tefillah is a Maisa or a Dibur? What? Saying... <laughs> oh, seriously. In other words, if it's a Dibur, right. then how can it be that it will be next day for me if I dive in Mari Verli? <laughs> oh, that is such a different issue. That is not to be chalachersman. That's like when you're already in the hour before nightfall is considered enough nightfall. You're not having it take effect lachersman. It's a cute comparison, but it's not the same. Okay, now the Gemara continues. Okay, I'm a rock now. Now, the guy says it'll, ha- it'll take place after 30 days, 
and somebody comes and before the 30 days is up he gives he marries the woman before the 30 days she's married to the second guy Amarav yeah it's permanent the, number, the guy number one's act didn't take effect guy number two jumped in she's married to guy number two end of story guy number one's out of the picture ready for this until day 30 she's married to guy number two basically the way it sounds like the Gemara is going to quickly reject this because it's too absurd but the way it sounds like is guy number one has already staked his claim okay I mean obviously he's agreed to all of this his Kiddushin begins on day 30 so when guy number two comes along this woman is only available to be married until day 30 okay it's not like the act you know it's not like the, the act of guy number two negates it it's no she's already been you know been, been already designated as from day 30 onwards that's her status has been fixed okay unless one guy number one reverses it or woman reverses it but now you might say the woman accepting Kedushin is like her reversing but who says she's available for the next 20 days okay and that's what she married herself off for for the next 20 days okay now that's pretty amazing <laughs> alright so, so let's take a look the Gemara is going to be a little bit shocked with this okay so Avalei Rav Yosef so I'm saying the Gemara says like this I don't get it he says how could you how could a marriage end without a get or without death okay so he doesn't believe this idea that a woman could be available to be married for a certain period of time then afterwards automatically the marriage stops okay marriage defi- you know is a, is a is a relationship that can only be severed you know with a get or with, ma- or, or, or with death like for example why doesn't a person just say you know I'm married to you for this next year and it should end at the end of the year okay you have a Kiddushin Lizman right we never heard of such a thing you can't decide to terminate it automatically it needs something to change that status that's the first Mishnah right you can't pre-designate now it's different than selling something because I can actually sell you something for a limited period of time I can sell you my you know my like uh, Hong Kong for 99 years right yeah. <laughs> I can sell you my land for a year well, and at the end of the year well no lease yeah. is different yeah. lease is I own it and you're borrowing it you're renting it you have rights to it but I actually can sell you something for a period of time I mean the Gemara also has cases where I can sort of give you uh, as a deathbed bequest or whatever I can say this plot of you is, is Ruvain's and then after Ruvain it'll pass on to Shimon and after Shimon whatever to Lazy so in t- if we're dealing with just property and objects you actually might be able to time things and limit and that at a certain end of a certain period of time the ownership of the neck of that person ends but by Kiddushin we've never heard of such a thing it's death or divorce so how could this happen uh, wait we'll start with Charlie yes uh, so on temporary marriages Rav is the rabbi who had temporary marriages right and now it's Shmuel who <laughs> <aggregated temporary laughs> that's interesting the so Rav would end those marriages with a get or with, yeah. or with his death although that would probably be less convenient yes <laughs> did you have a question that? all right so anyway so Gemara says like this yeah mean is a good example although mean works only on a rabbinic marriage and mean also works conceptually as retroactively reversing it although Reb Chaim has a sort of brilliant, I mean, read of what Mian works and actually fits very well with the sources. And Reb Chaim says, I just can't resist saying this because it's like so funny to say this line. He says, Mian works Nikanu Abba <laughs> which means, which means from the point of Mian on, 
we view it as if she was never married. But if we consider what happened before the act of Miyun, we view it that she was married. So in terms of assessing the nature of the relationship prior to Miyun, we don't say they were living in sin, right? We're saying that they were married at that time. But relating to anything moving forward, we view it as if she was never married. But anyway, Miyun is an interesting example, somewhat of that. But it works in theory retroactively and it's all rabbinic. Okay? So anyway, that's the question. So the Gemara says, um, okay, so the Gemara says, I'm a labor Rav Yosef. So Rav Yosef said to um, Rav Chizda, Mar Arashamasmila, you taught this debate of Rav and Shmuel on the first case of the Mishnah, where the second guy comes and marries her before the end of 30 days. The Tashale, and therefore you had this big problem that Shmuel makes absolutely no sense. Um, Rav Yehuda, a thing from Masmila, but Rav Yehuda teaches the debate of Rav and Shmuel on the second part of the Mishnah, the um, Lokashale, and he doesn't have a problem. What was the second part of the Mishnah? Me'achshav ul'achar shloshim yom. Not the case where the guy stomps it after 30 days. The guy said, starting now and ending in 30 days. And remember what the mission said when guy number two came along? That it was Suffolk who she was married to. Okay? Right? Everybody remember that in the Mishnah? Right? Guy number one says, as of now and the end of 30 days. So what does that mean? Does it mean as of now? Does it mean at the end of the 30 days? Does it mean it's sort of like an ongoing process that begins now and ends in 30 days? Very hard to know exactly what her status is in the middle. So therefore, when the guy number two marries her, then she is Suffolk Nikudesha to, to guy number one and guy number two. That's what the Mishnah said. On that case of the Mishnah, here's where we have the debate of Rav and Shmuel. Okay, let's take a look. This status, when guy number two marries her during this 30 days, that she's Suffolk, who she's married to, that's a permanent status. We don't know. Was she really married to guy number one? Was she not yet married to guy number two once? So guy number two was able to jump in. This Suffolk status is until day 30. And what happens at day 30? Not like we said before, right after 30 days, you know, uh, well, whatever. Doesn't matter. I won't confuse you. But after 30 days, guy number two gets pushed out, and guy number one now becomes effective, right? Because guy number one said, okay, here's guy number one, and he said, now, okay, until day 30. And guy number two jumped in here, and he tried to marry her here. Okay? So we say that during this period it's a suffix who she's married to because this is some type of a but what happens when day, day number 30 comes? Shmuel is reading me'achshav u'la'achashloshim means me'achshav. And la'achashloshim says Shmuel is a t'nai. When day 30 occurs and I'm still alive or neither of us have backed out because day 30 will eventually occur. So what, type, no, right, so what type of a t'nai is it? So Rashi basically says the t'nai is we haven't backed out or I haven't died or whatever. Okay, we're still all around and agreeing for it. When day 30 occurs, retroactively you'll be married to me, me'achshav. If that's true, when guy number two marries her, it's only a suffix who she's married to until day 30. Because before day 30, maybe, you know, the t'nai won't be satisfied. Maybe guy number one will reverse himself maybe guy number one will die who knows okay but, so the suffix is only until then but once you hit day 30 
guy number then it's, then it's all guy number one and guy number two gets kicked out. So that's why Shmuel says the suffix status is only until day thirty because according to Shmuel this statement is a tznai. Now why according to Rav is it an ongoing suffix status? Okay, even when day thirty arrives. So there's two ways of understanding it. One is what Gemara is not going to say, but we're going to see in a minute that position that Me'ashavalachashloshim is some ongoing. It begins now and it sort of it continues and finishes in thirty days. So if that's true. In the middle, it's not a suffix. What it was, it was always quasi married to guy number one. Right? Everybody get that? It was he was always quasi married to guy number one, and it wasn't a hundred percent till the end. But by then, guy number two had jumped in. So therefore, it's always a this gray area. What does it mean to be quasi married? And was guy number two able to marry her in that status, and when she was in that quasi status or not? That's one possibility, which we'll get to. That's not what the Gemara is going to say. What Rav is going to say. What Gemara is going to say. What Rav is going to say is Rav says it's either or. Either Shmuel is right, and it's a snai. So when day number thirty occurs, retroactively she was married from the beginning. Or Meachshav doesn't really mean Meachshav, since he ended it by saying Laachashloshim. He really meant Laachashloshim. That's a pretty hard read because what does Meachshav mean? So maybe he changed his mind. Anyway, so either it means as of now, it's all now, or it's all later. One or the other. One of the two extremes. We don't know which one. So in that case, he remains the suspect. This guy jumped in. If you meant all now, then then when day thirty hits, it's all guy number one. If you meant all later, then when guy number two jumped in, it's all guy number two. So based on whether it means now or whether it means later, she's either married to guy number one or she's married to guy number two. We just don't know how to parse the words. So she's going to remain the suffix laolam. Okay, so that's the debate of Robin Shmuel. Shmuel says it means now. The suffix is only until day 30 arrives. Once day 30 arrives, clearly guy number one. And Ra says it's always a suffix what he means, and she's always going to be a suffix who she's married to. Think about this, understanding Rob's uh, parents. In other words, from this minute, as of this second, 30 days from now we'll be married. In other words, in other words, right? Uh, I don't know how to ago, parse that. <laughs> a minute ago, we wouldn't have been married thirty days from now. But as of this minute, oh, you mean in order to say it means la'achers man? Yeah, I'm doing the act me'achshav. Yeah. Uh, maybe, yeah. okay. In other words, I can see that. All right, so let's take a look. The Gemara says like this. Um, okay, uh, okay. Okay. Rav doesn't know. And therefore, when 30 days hits, it'll only have been guy number one, and guy number two will be out of the picture. That's what Shmuel says. Or, when he says Shloshim, he's backing away from the Me'achshav, and it's all Achar Shloshim Yom. And therefore, guy number two always got in and stays in, and guy number one is out of the picture. So we don't know. It's either all one or all two. We don't know she's Vesafe. And Shmuel thinks, no, clearly it's a Tanai, and therefore the Savik is only until day 30 hits. But once day 30 hits, it's clearly guy number one. Okay. This is exactly like the debate of the following Tanai. The Tanai, we turn the Bryce up. I'm sorry, I'm just going to pause. Okay, so. Um, okay, uh, where were we? Okay, so look to Dani tonight. This debate, it, it parallels the debate of the following tonight. The time we turn to Brisa, Misa, get me no get. Here's the get, take effect now, and it ends after I die. Okay, so it's a suffix. Rebbe Omer Kazeget. Now, 
How could it be a suffix? If I say it takes effect after I die, there's not a get lachamisa. So the suffix is, do I mean, as of now, assuming I die, you know, from this illness, somebody's trying to save his wife from having to undergo yibum, so it'll take effect as of now, assuming I die, that's a tanai, and then it would be good. Or do I say it means, as of now, you know what, no, actually, rather, after I die. Okay, is it a tanai, or is it l'achar misa, and then it's a suffix. That's Rob's position. Remy says, it totally works. Meaning, Rebbe doesn't have any question. It definitely is a get. And if the guy dies during this illness, it'll definitely be a get. So it seems the debate of Rav and Shmuel is exactly the debate of the Chachamim and Rebbe. Okay. So, name a Rav, Rebbe. So just say, you're passing like, Rav is passing like the rabbis and, and Shmuel is passing like Rebbe. Tzricha. No, no, no. Because the cases are not exactly parallel. You need to have both discussions. The Ilam a Rav, Rebbe. How do you say we rule like the Rebbe by the get, that it's a suffake? There, where he's divorcing her, you know, distancing himself from her, he's more reluctant to do it. So maybe he really means after I die, and it's not just a tonight. Here, where he's trying to marry her, I'd be more inclined to read the language as a tonight, because he really means me'ashav. If you want to marry her, you don't want to push it off. That's a tonight. So therefore, you have to tell me that he says, even in the case of Kiddushin, it's a suffix. We were like Rebbe by a get that it's, it means me'achshav. There, of course, it means me'achshav. Because a get doesn't take effect after the guy dies. So there, obviously he means as of now. But here, where Kiddushin could take effect after 30 days. So maybe he really means not as of now, he means after 30 days. Maybe the Gwida Rav Tzricha, you have to tell me both cases. Okay, but either way, if you say as of now and after 30, or as of now and after and at time X, so Rav says it's a suffix whether you mean now or later, and Shmuel says you definitely mean now, and it's a Tanai. Okay? And there's a third possibility which we're going to see, say, which is no, you really mean some ongoing way. Let's take a look. Okay, so the Gemara says like this. Amar the time is the Rav, according to Rav. Remember, Rav is the suffix. Okay, so this is a fun case because I thought I had more markers up here. Every time I bring out my markers, they always disappear. Okay, anyway. I know, but then I gotta get one of those pocket protectors and I'll look I'll look even nerdier than I already am. Yes, thank you. <laughs> so so guy number one says, Okay, as of now and after day thirty and then guy number two jumps in right afterwards and he says, As of now and after day twenty and then I guess we'll just use the other one. One, two, where do I have the black? No, good. And guy number three says, oh, except that doesn't work. All right, and that's fine, it's fine. And guy number three says, guy number three says, as of now and after ten. Okay, so, Rav says, you only need to get, according to Rav, from guy number one and guy number three. Why? Either all of these statements mean to take effect later. Say, so they, they all mean to take effect later. Who's the first guys who took effect? 
guy number three, because everybody else's effect was postponed, right? So, guy, she's married to guy number three, everybody else is later. If it all means as of now, it's nigh that that day arrives, so which one took effect first? Guy number one. Guy number two, either way, isn't married to her, so he doesn't need to get from guy number two. Okay. Um... If it means it tonight, means it's tonight by everybody. The first one is Kiddushin, because it starts now, uh, and he got there first. Uh, the other ones, they did their act later. Um, if he's reversing the Be'achshav, and it means at that later time, you know, then the Basra Kiddushin, then the last guy, his one took effect first, after ten days. And the later guys did not. They were too late. So the Mosheh says, Pita, obvious. What's the Kiddush about this? Other than that, it was a fun example. Now, It's not that this language means it's always the question. When we say, what does this mean? Are we trying to figure out what you personally meant by it? And if it's what you personally meant by it, somebody else could use the same language and mean something else. Or are we saying, no, no, no. This only has one legal meaning, but we somehow haven't decided what that legal meaning is, which is bizarre. Just make up your mind and decide what the legal meaning is. But okay. But that's what it's saying. If it's a question about what you personally meant, then it's possible that guy number two is married. Why? Because guy number two met Meachshav, and he got in here, and guy number one and guy number three meant at the end of the period, Right? You see how that's possible? So if it's what you personally meant, it could have been any of them. Alright? So... It was that this language has a legitimate can legitimately mean one or the other, and, and we would have to figure out what each guy had in mind. And everybody would have to give her a get because everybody would be a possible interpretation. Any one of them could have met Me'achshav, and the other two could have met Laachazman, right? And then the one who met Me'achshav would have been the one she needed a get from. So Kalash Malan, that we don't say that, that we say that we only have one meaning of this we have to figure out what its meaning is but there's only one legal meaning of this that's thing. a really interesting that's a really interesting idea that when you have I don't know whatever other cases would be parallel to this yeah um, we're going to take language out of the realm of human experience and we're going to well we have to do that we do that all the time exactly a legal system has to do that Right, you write something in a contract. Oh, let's figure out what you meant by that phrase. There has to be legal terms that have no, clear fixed meaning, and it's like a dvarim shabalevin and dvarim type of an idea too. You know, yes, right? Well, that's also true, right? You know, so the question is, you know, that gets to a question that guy under the chuppah says, "Hooray!" The we shown him the post can deal with it in a time when you know when when uh, women were not literate in Hebrew, and the guy under the chuppah said, "Hooray!" Mukudeshly, you know, whatever, and she, did she really know what he was? saying, right? So how much, you know, well, she said yes, and it was pretty, I mean, so it gets to interesting questions, you know, right, about if there's clear evidence, you don't know what the guy is talking about, right? So then it doesn't work, but otherwise um, if it's a legal term look, the same way, I guess the point is the same way we say we don't care what he was thinking we don't care what she was thinking, you know you use the term, we give it a legal meaning, everybody agreed to it the rest is Dvarim Shebelev, right? So the same way he says, well, I meant Mashav, even though you're telling me, doesn't matter, the same would be true by her. But I guess your point is right. If we thought that it was open for interpretation and we were going to ask him what he thought, we probably would have to ask her what she was thinking also. Right? But the answer, at the end of the day, we don't care what either of them was thinking. We care what halachically we say the phrase means. Yes? I wonder if that gets to the heart of it if we've seen this in Nazi or if you care more about what you're thinking. 
100%. Right. The principle of Dharm Shabalevi and Dharm is absolutely does not apply by things like Nazir and Neder and Hafla. There, the principle is the exact opposite of Dharm Shabalevi and Dharm. And certainly, one of the explanations for that, I mean, it could just be that that's an entire unique category on its own, but the explanation you just said isn't something that a number of Rishonim say is true also in other areas, that when something is more one sided, we do more care what you're thinking. So, for example, Rambam and the Tosus Reed, but, you know, Rambam is uh, a little bigger authority anyway, but the Tosus Reed says it more explicitly, basically says that when you give a gift or when you give a get, which are both fundamentally one-sided transactions, we do more care what you were thinking and less with objectively what, you know, it means. Okay, so let's take a look. So now we have a debate that either it's definitely tonight or it's a suffix tonight, suffix chazara. Now we have possibility number three. Ula Amar, Rabbi Yochanan, Ula says in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, a few meyatosimba. A hundred people could be married to her. Okay, in this case of Lachar's man. hundred people could be married to her. And what Rashi says is it doesn't mean a hundred people could do it, and it's a suffix which one, which would sort of be the idea we were rejecting here, right? That we that it could be mean something different for every person. So so any one of them could have been the meyachsha person. No, we don't say. Rashi says that's not what we're going to assume because if he says a hundred people are married, he doesn't mean any one of a hundred and we don't know which one. It sounds like mamash, a hundred people could be married to her. So how is this going to work? Okay? So, let me explain to you the position of Rabbi Yochanan. She made herself basically like bricks on a, like, that are being like, you know, that are like, like a row of bricks. Everybody is leaving over some space for the next guy. So the, the metaphor is when you lay bricks, very nice little Rashi describes how you lay bricks. Anyway, I'm serious. Anyway, so you, when you lay bricks, you do this, right? And then the next row is like this, right? So anytime when you're laying, right, you're leaving over space so that the next row can start a little bit in. I don't know exactly what that metaphor is exactly supposed to say, but the concept being that Ula says that it actually means starting now and, and, and continuing and ending later, right? It will take you very seriously. It begins now and it starts later. So, when guy number two arrives, okay, she's not fully married to guy number one yet. Okay? And when he says after 20 days, he's leaving over space for the next guy. Cause, so the next guy comes and she's not yet fully married to guy number one. And she's not, you see, this actually does look like a row of bricks, right? So maybe there you go. Okay. So, right. So anyway, so he's leaving over space because it's not yet ended here. And it's not yet ended every next guy so basically what he's saying is is that the Kiddushin does not all take effect now and does not all take effect later it's ongoing and since it's ongoing every next guy that comes before anybody any particular one has ended is marrying a woman that is not yet 100% married okay and he's got enough ability to sort of jump in there you know whatever so the funny of course wow. thing is yes yeah, a very bizarre phenomenon right um, so let's take a look um, now, now Tosos, by the way, if you look at Tosvos, um, Afilu, about eight lines down in the narrow lines, Tosos says, the Im Toma, Amayamin and Hachadim Kudeshas, how could she be married here to all these guys? 
which by the way Gemara isn't suggesting that she can have sex with all the guys it basically means she needs to get from every one of them okay if a guy tries to marry half of a woman and the other half she can marry somebody else it doesn't take effect because he can't marry a half of a woman he, didn't, he left over some of the actual you know body of the woman itself like he's not marrying the full person but here he didn't marry he married her fully it just hasn't finished yet okay <laughs> so since the effect hasn't finished there's enough space for somebody else to jump in I go figure that out alright anyway but it's the most literal read of so back to the Gemara Rav Hanina Rav Hanina asked on this now Yom Misa get the anal get okay this what we said before this debate of Rebbe and the Rabbanan as of now and after I die it's a, it's a get and not a get if he dies he needs to do Chalitza and Na'ibum and she needs to do Chalitza and Na'ibum she can't do Yibum because maybe she's divorced she can't ignore Chalitza because maybe she wasn't divorced so she needs Chalitza and Na'ibum according to Rav this is good because according to Rav it's a suffix if it means now then it was again if it means later it's a uh it's not a get, so we don't know. So she does chalitza naivim. The Shmuel Nami Hamani Rabbanani. According to Shmuel, he would say, "Yeah, that's the Rabbanan. The Rabbanan don't know if it's me'achshav or if it's la'achar zman. So it's a suffix. The Anna and I who say it's a tanai. Remember, Shmuel says me'achshav u'la'achar means a tanai. So I mean, to Rebbe, I say like Rebbe. We quoted earlier. Rebbe says kazeget. El Rebbe Yochanan, but Rebbe Yochanan the Amar Shiura Have that it's an, that it is not that is like you're, you're leaving over space. It began and it didn't get completed. Any get that is not yet completed, right? It's not like Lachashloshim. If there's no suffix, what you mean? If you actually mean that it ends after the when the end date arrives, so this get by the time the end date arrives, the guy was dead. Okay, so therefore, and a get can't take effect after he's dead. Get can only take effect when the husband is alive. So therefore, if there's no suffix here, according to Shmuel, it must mean that it took a fa- it finished when he was dead, but then it's not a kosher get. So what's the suffix that she might be migureshes? So the Gemara says, um, so she should just vade not be migureshes and just do yibum. So I'm a rabbi, get lahotzi umita lahotzi. No, 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 no. Here actually it works when he dies because the purpose of a get is to sever their relationship to to divorce her, and the death severs the relationship. Majushir get gamra misa. We're making up all n- new things right and left here right so this get divorced her 98% and then he died okay and at that moment the Misa finished off the last 2% alright so the Gemara says of course the point is that we know she's not married to the guy because he's dead the question is is she, div- is she a widow or is she a divorcee how can you say the death finishes off the get and makes her a divorcee right which is what Abaye says I'm only Abaye me dummy how can you compare get Motsi Amushus Yabam, the get divorces her and takes her out of the control of the of the, of the brother, okay, of the brother-in-law, because then she's a megureshes. Misa machnasalirushu Yabam. The Misa makes her have a relationship with the brother-in-law. You can't say the death finishes the process of her being divorced. Okay, the death makes her no longer married, but it doesn't finish the process of her being divorced. Elohamar bais or bais is no husband time am I? There, you know, you're right. According to Rabbi Yochanan to Ula, she's vadai, not divorced. Because he sees Me'ashav Lachazman as a process, and since he died before the end of the process, 
she's not divorced at all. So the fact she's not divorced at all, why not just go ahead and do Yibum? So here's the reason. Because if he says, as of today, day, if I die, if he makes it explicitly a Tanai, he says, as of today, when I die. Then we would say it's an ongoing process he died before it ended, so therefore, she's vare not legoreshes. Really, Yibum would be okay. But if he said, as of today, if I die, then she, it would be a tnai, and she would be legoreshes. Because those cases are easily confused, we have to say, you know what, don't do Yibum, do Chalitza. Okay, if we let you do Yibum, when you say, as of now, and when I die, and people will say, oh, Yibum, so that sounds like, then people will think that even if you say, uh, that, so it doesn't work when you say, as of now, when I die, they'll think when you say, as of now if I die doesn't work okay so in order because the case of if it does work then even though this case definitely doesn't work because it was an ongoing process that didn't complete nevertheless we have to treat it as if it did work to, in order that people should not confuse it one minute so um, so now the Gemara says one minute if we're afraid that people will mix up the two cases let's also make the Gzair in the reverse if somebody makes a Tznai and says as of today if I die so that would definitely work as of today if I die okay and therefore in that case she, she doesn't do Yibam doesn't do Chalitza it's a Vada good get well why don't we say right Let's demand that she does chalitz in that case. Because people will confuse that case with the case of, as of today, when I die. <coughs> right? People get that? Should I, should I illustrate this? Okay. Here, here's the guy in the deathbed. Okay? <laughs> and here he says, Me'achshav. Okay? U'acharmita. Okay? So according to Rabbi Yochanan, it's an ongoing process but it doesn't take effect until after he dies so it's no good so that's a case where it's no good that's a case where it takes effect that's a case excuse me that's a case where right it takes effect after he's dead it's no good so that's no get okay that's no get and therefore and therefore okay that's that case if he says me'achshav okay in Macy okay right in that case right this took effect finished Lachar Misa and it's no get this one finishes Me'achshav and it's a get okay those are the two scenarios right now what should the halacha be in this case if it's no get the halacha should be Yibum okay Yibum or Chalitza either one should be fine in this case right it's a good get the halacha is right no Yibum right no Yibum no chalitza because it's a good get right so what it says is the following this case you know why we can't allow yibum we can't allow yibum in this case because you'll confuse it with this case okay and if you allow yibum here you'll come to allow yibum here okay so we have to prevent you from doing yibum because you'll come that's exactly because you'll come to confuse it with this case and do yibum in this case and that would really be bad because in this case it's a, it's a get and you do yibum the guys it's, it's one of the arayas right so now the Gemara says okay but let's say the same thing in this case let's demand you do chalitza because you'll confuse this case with this case and since this case you have to do chalitza let's demand that you do chalitza here 
Okay, that's the question. You got the question? Because you got to do one here. You can't just not do anything. You got to do even more chalitza. So we're not going to allow you to do yachid. We're going to force you to do chalitza. So let's force you to do chalitza here. Because if we don't, if we let you walk away here and do nothing, then you'll come to walk away in this case too. Okay? So that's the Gemara's question. So let's take a look. Uh, answer. So Gemara says like this. The Nigzor, so the Gemara says like this. Now, Yom Imesi Tatachlot, let's demand you do Chalitza. Atu Yom Misa, to because of this case. Okay, so we'll demand you do Chalitza here so you don't confuse it with him and you don't forget to do Chalitza over here. So the Gemara says like this. Um, no. No, 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 no. If we tell you to do Chalitza here, you might accidentally do Yibum here. Wait, 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 listen. But once you're telling me you do chalitza, you're signaling to me, what do you mean what? You're signaling to me that it wasn't a good get, that she was actually a widow, because you're demanding I do chalitza, so that could lead to me doing yibum, and that would be a disaster, because in this case, she's divorced and it would be an arayos. Okay, so the Gemara says, one minute. Here too, if we tell you do chalitza, you'll come to do yibum. So the Gemara says, big deal! You're allowed to do yibum in this case. Okay, Mi'ikra, I think you're allowed to do yibum. We just said, don't do yibum, because it might lead to this. I know, every case, in, I know, there's tons of Mitzvah B'cholet, so we're not concerned. Yeah, what can I tell you? This answers this case. So the Mitzvah fine, if this Chalitza led to Yibam, you're fundamentally allowed to do Yibam. Right? We only said don't do Yibam, as a Durabonan, you'll come to confuse it. But telling you to not do Yibam and only do Chalitza does not lead to any possible problem. This type of a case, if we were to say do Chalitza, it would raise too many questions about the status here and we don't want to do it. So, take it or not, bottom line is, the debate is a fascinating three-way debate of Me'ashav al-Achash Loshem Yom. That Shmuel says it definitely means Me'ashav. Any suffix is only prior to day 30 arriving. Um, Rav says it means either definitely Me'ashav or definitely Achash Loshem. We just don't know which one. And that's also a debate of Tanayim about Rebbe and the Rabbanim Vayiget. And the most interesting one is Ula, the name of Rebbe Yochanan, which is, it means both. It starts now and it ends after 30 days and it's an ongoing process which means by the get, if the process ended after he's dead, it definitely didn't work but it means in the Kiddushin case, if everybody is alive at the end, then everybody could jump in and you could actually have her somewhat married to a hundred different guys. Okay, moving on. Next Mishnah. Okay, you're married to me on the condition that I give you 200 zuz. So she's married. He's got to give the money. On the condition I give you within 30 days. If he gave her within 30 days, she's married. Not, not. So far, it all seems pretty darn obvious. On the condition I have 200 zuz in my bank account. She's married, presuming he ha- if he does have 200 zuz in his bank account. Now, this might be the one thing that, at least for us, seems at least a chiddush. On the condition I show you 200 zuz, so he's mekudesh to him if he goes ahead, if and well, we'll see if, if or if and when, he goes ahead and shows her the 200 zuz, but that means, but he only has to 
show her his two hundred zuz. I'm not going to give it to you. I'll show you that I have it. But vimhera al shulchan, at least it's on the table now. Which Rashi says means the gemara is going to mean he's a he's a money changer. I said I'd show you two hundred zuz. I didn't tell you it was my two hundred zuz. Okay, <laughs> I'll show you I'll show you a house full of jewels, and then they walk and they say and they go to the Metropolitan Museum or something. Okay, so there you go. Ain't a mukudesh. She's not married because even though technically that was what the word said that's clearly not what he meant okay right okay but that's literally what he said no, okay okay but all, the, what? Yeah. all of these vivkum yitain or whatever right. is an it really we're saying so this is the question so shh so the real question of this Mishnah which is not being told in the Mishnah is how do you read vihu yitain does it mean if he gives or does it mean when he gives okay so it must so that was debated now I think that the Huyite means she's married now as long as he eventually gives to me the language suggests Tnai but we're going to see that this is a debate okay it must Rav which is certainly what Rav Huna said no you know give and when you give it's as of now Rav right so the language obviously is more Rav Huna but you know Rav, but Rav Yehuda says it means when you give it only takes effect when the money is given so which is interesting which is the question Al you would think means as of now on the condition that eventually I do this but that's the question is Al Manat Shavdami or not Kmeach Shavdami so that's exactly what's being debated okay Rav Huna says it means as of now and Rav Yudah says it means when Rav Yudah says you do your tonight eventually and uh, whenever it takes but, but, it, but it takes effect as of now Rav Yudah when you give the money to Kiddushin now it's not now it's that obvious what would be an Afkamina right everything we've been talking about until now she accepted Kiddushin from another guy before he gave her the 200 it's not good because as long as he eventually gives her the money she's married as of day one she's married to the second guy because she's not yet married to the first guy we have a similar mission by a get here's your condition you give me 200 it's interesting who's giving whom in our mission he's giving her he has to persuade her to marry him uh, and in the second case she's giving him she has to pay, you know that's the like now, of course, sadly, we have that case of extortion, you know, too, way, you know, way too frequently by Gittin. She has to pay him in order to get the get. When you give me the 200 zuz. So the mission says she's Mugureshes as long as she gives the money. So when is she Mugureshes? Give it and then you're as of now. When it's given. It's just a Tanai. She fulfills her Tanai whenever and then she's divorced as of now. When she gives, when she gives it to get, not now. My what would be a nafkamina? I mean, obvious nafkamina. Let's say she sleeps with somebody in the interim, but the is going to give a different nafkamina. 
to get his torn or lost before he gives the money. Ravuna had to get, Ravuna's still fine. The Tanai is fulfilled whenever the Tanai is filled. Retroactively, it's from the day the get was given. Ravuna loved again, according to Ravuna not, because since it only takes effect later, we've already discussed that when you do an act now to take effect later, there needs to be some remnant of that act present when it takes effect, and therefore the get has to still be around. And if the get isn't around, it won't take a get. Vitzricha, and you need to tell me the debate in both scenarios, Kiddushin and Gitin. Diashmin and Gabi Kiddushin had there, you just told me the position by Kiddushin, the Hakama Ravuna. That's where Ravuna says it means as of now. Mishum de la Krovakasi, you're trying to marry her, so you want to do it as soon as possible. Avogershin de la Chakakasi, but Gershin, which is about divorce, and you're trying, you know, and you know, who knows? People maybe want to reconcile, and, you know, we'll assume that they're less eager to do it right away. In that case, Maybe we'll read Rav Yudah, that I will read it as a when. Again, it's so interesting that the exact same technical language could mean one thing by Kiddush and one thing by Gitzin. This gets to the question of, am I trying to figure out what you, you know, in your, your inner recesses of your heart mean? Or am I trying to figure out what the legal meaning of the phrase is? Okay, but if it's what you're thinking, maybe it would have been different between Kiddush and Gitin. Had you told it to me just by Gitin, that's where Rav Huna says that it is as of now. What's the logic to say the flip of what we just said? Because he can say, I'll divorce her now, and I'll be able to get the 200 zuz eventually. I don't have to hold it over her head that it won't take effect. I mean, it's still not going to take effect until it's nigh, but I don't have to make it postpone the effect. If I want the money sooner, I'll just, you know, demand it from her. I'll bring her to court. Here, you know, because again of the gender dynamics, she'll be more embarrassed to ask for the money. So since she'll be more embarrassed to ask for the money, she might say, I'm not going to agree to marry him until I get the money. I'm not so sure he's going to give me the money and I won't be able to ask for it. So here by interesting, like here we're focusing on her das, not his das, right? Because before the question was who's, who's I mean, in the Kiddushin it's dependent on both of their das. So here she might decide, you know what? I'm not going to agree to marry this guy until I actually get the money. So maybe you agree to Revuta that we'll interpret it to mean later. You need to tell me both. But at the end of the day, presumably, we're not trying to guess what you happen to have in your head at any particular time. We're just making a basic statement that this term means one or the other. It either means me'achshav or it means la'acharzman. Okay, let's try to look at one case about this. Mesve, I'll ask you on this. Okay, here's your get if you give me 200 zuz, even if it gets torn, she's divorced. So that's once the money is given. So that sounds very clear like Ravuna that it means Neachshav. But But don't run and get married to another guy until you give the money. Now that doesn't mean because it's not Neachshav. It just means you better make sure that you're able to fulfill the Tanai. If you never fulfill the Tanai, you're never divorced. Okay? But so don't go ahead and act on it until you've done the Tanai. But technically speaking, you're divorced, you're divorced as of now. Okay? That's a pretty big proof to Ravuna. The O time, we turn the bright Here's your get if you give me 200 zuz. And he dies. If she gave it before he died and fulfilled the Tanai, then she's divorced. She doesn't have to do Yibam. Otherwise, she has to do Yibam. It wasn't fulfilled. You don't have to give it to him. You, yes, he's dead, but you could still fulfill the Tanai. Give it to a relative. So what's the debate? So the Gemara says, When you say give me, I mean me. I don't mean my relative, not my heirs. 
The most of refugee shy it includes heirs. But the only debate is, is it considered like you fulfilled it when you gave it to an heir? But everybody would agree that if you meant give it to my heir, it would work even though the guy was already dead. So even though it was satisfied only after the guy was dead, it still works because it took effect retroactively when he originally gave the get. Right. Everybody agrees that it's a tanai. And if you fulfill the tanai, it takes effect retroactively too. Very clear, bright, supporting Rav Huna. Clear contradiction to Rav Yehuda. Rav Yehuda will tell you how many Rebbe he yes this is Rebbe there is a position that it means Me'achshav I'm a Rav Huna I'm a Rebbe Rebbe would say when you say on the condition it means as of now so you're right those Brightas are Rebbe maybe our mission is Rebbe yes there is that position but I assert without any evidence that there's, a re- that there's another opinion of the Rabbis that disagree and say it means Lacharzman Ve'anadami Kirabanan and I say like those other positions okay Gufa let's see this statement Amar Ravun Amarav Kol Omar Amanat Tomer Me'achshav Dami Amar Abzeira I'm a Rebbe Rebbe would say it's Kime'achshav Dami Amar Abzeira Abzeira said Kiavina B'Bavel you know when I was in Bavel Havermin and Hadam Ravun Amar Rebbe Kol Omar Amanat Tomer Me'achshav Dami that this statement that Rebbe said it means Me'achshav in Bavel we said that there was an opinion of the Rabbanan that disagreed with it we didn't know who they were but we just believed that this was only Rebbe's opinion when I went over there to Eretz Yisrael I made Aliyah and was saying the following in the name of Rebbe Yochanan everybody agrees it's not just Rebbe's opinion which is like Rav Una, right don't claim oh yes 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 you have all those missions and writers but there's a rabbis that argue on it nobody argues on it everybody says it means me'achshav lo nechleku the only debate of whether you mean now or later was what we just got through discussing mehayom l'achar misa okay it's only when you say as of now and l'achar misa but al minas Almanas means a t'nai. The question of now, t'nai, or, or me'achsha, now or later, is when you didn't say almanas, you said and. Okay, v'atanyan, here's the b'rita. Me'yom alachar misa, get, ve'en o get, yivei chachamim. We don't know if it's a get, we don't know if it means now or later. Rebbe omer kazeh get. Rebbe says it is. Okay, so all the evidence is almanas is me'achshav. Don't claim that it's a position of Rebbe and the rabbis argue. There's no evidence that rabbis argue on this. The only debate is around the discussion of Meryom Ula Achar Misa. Okay, and now we'll just end this. See, you didn't think we would get this far. According to Rav Yehuda that says that the debate is, which is now what all the evidence, I'm sorry, the debate that, that, that the rabbis even argue on Rebbe by Almanas, and they say it means later. Why is the only brighter in the case of Meryom Ula Achar Misa? Are you in the Almanas? Tell me that even in the Almanas, you the rabbis think it means later. If that's really true. No, Lodiko Kocho to Rebbe, to tell you how strong Rebbe's position is. Even when you don't say Almanas, even when you say now and L'Achar Misa, where we would think it definitely means some degree later, Nami HaRezeh get, that Rebbe is prepared to say even when you say now and later, it means as of now. But okay, tell us that the ra- even in Almanas case, 
the rabbis say it means later, okay, and not now. Why not tell us both debates? No, no, no. Rebbe's position is stronger. Why is it stronger? Because if you say as of now, that always means it's more likely to take effect, right? You're more likely, and if it's a get, you're more likely to permit her, right? If you say it means later, then it won't necessarily take effect later. You might not have all the conditions later. So we did that a little quick, but bottom line is, is that when you say mehayom misa, it's a very ambiguous statement. And there, it's possible it means now, possible it means later. Rebbe says it definitely means now. Rebbe says it means me'achshav. When you say almanat, it seems very clear you mean me'achshav. All the evidence is me'achshav. And therefore, you know, it seems very, very clear that means me'achshav. And the only con- argument is, no, 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 even there, Rebbe and the Rabbanan disagree. Okay, but that's really a questionable statement. It seems like that case might be unanimous that that means me'achshav. Rebbe Yehuda would like to believe that that case could also mean l'achersman, but all the evidence is that in the Almanach it means me'achshav and nobody disagrees with that. Okay, so we'll end with this.